Well, hello, uh, Kirk here. Dr. Kirk Triplet. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Pastor's Positive Mental Health. Uh, excuse me. I, you know, it's, you do these things by yourself. I'm looking for people to interview so it's not so boring for you. Uh, you know, but here we are, you know, talking about Pastor's Positive Mental Health. It is Pastor Appreciation Month. So I think it's a good time to really share this with some other people to like it, subscribe. But I want to encourage you to, to share this to church leadership, but also people within your congregation, people who want to know how to help their pastor, or maybe they don't know their role in helping their pastor as part of the body of Christ as we build uh, one and up, another up together in love. Uh, this is your simple, practical ways. I, I typically don't like to get into the minutia of some of the research and, and the technical terms. I like to just talk about practical applications. So with this being Pastor's Positive Mental Health, I think it'd be great for us to look at pastor's appreciation. And I just want to talk through some simple examples of when pastors feel appreciated, um, when they when their positive mental health is being built, what that does for them. And, and these are obviously things I think would be great for church members to be doing um, throughout uh, the whole year. I also think it'd be good for pastors to be looking for how God is using the people in your congregation to build you up. Um, yes, we draw our strength again from Jesus and Jesus alone, but he uses the people in our congregation to support us, to build us up in love. It's more than just a paycheck. Uh, so, one of the things we know is that pastors need to be affirmed. Now, I have one pastor friend who has told me that senior pastors are the most insecure people that you'll ever meet. I think that is true to an extent, but some of it is we lead with our heart. We're putting it out there. We want to make a difference for the kingdom, and sometimes that is very uh, daunting and we feel inadequate. And so one of the ways we can we can do that is to is I find that that pastors see people coming more regularly than they once did, just a, a greater attendance. Uh, we know that uh, regular church attendance is currently considered to be 1.8 times a month. Well, what if it was three times a month? Uh, for for the majority of the congregation. I mean, that would be huge. I mean, we all have those core people who are there every single week. But what if that core was growing and we had more people? That that really builds a pastor and affirms that they're doing the right things. And that also gives them um, some, some hope for the future and optimism about the future. When people bring friends is another way. Invite people. And I think even telling the pastor, hey, I'm inviting my friend. Would you pray that they would come? I think that is a really important thing. I'm, I'm inviting my family member. I'm asking my husband or my wife once again to come. I think it's one of those things that's really good uh, to do that. Well, another thing uh, that is fun is to hang out and fellowship more. A lot of churches are very transactional, right? We fall into that very easily. I go in, I clock in, I clock out, and I get off to my to my lunch date, my tea time, whatever that looks like for you, my yard work. Um, but I think sometimes it's important for us to say, let's hang out, let's fellowship a little bit longer. And that is something the pastor is looking for because a lot of ministry and a lot of real connection in the family of God happens not on just the Sunday morning worship service, but through the fellowship. And we gather together, even if it's after Sunday, grabbing a cup of coffee, eating a donut or whatever is there, um, just sitting down and talking or going out to lunch together or when there's midweek things, get together or just, you know, pl playing together, going, let's go golfing, let's go fishing, let's do these things together. Um, that's encouraging to the pastor and it helps them have optimism for the future. I remember years ago, 
There was a, a, a lady at our church who um, brought her kids faithfully, and she was just praying for her husband. She was praying that he would, you know, start coming to church, that he would believe. Um, and one day she ran up to my wife and said, hey, I saw that my husband had his Bible out and opened and it was on his nightstand. And she goes, I didn't even know that he had one. <laughs> and then um, about a month later, we see him show up to church. Very encouraging, right? The, the wife is all excited. The kids are happy that he's there. And for like five, six months, he just sat in church, but he was there every week. And then he started coming to men's Bible study. And after a few months of that, he said, hey, how can I serve? Uh, can I be an usher? And so I think that these are things that really affirm that the pastor is doing their job, gives them optimism about the future. And it's just one of those things that we see God working in their lives. Another thing that I see uh, from time to time, and maybe other pastors do, but is that when the family shows up and they, you know they have teenagers, and then the teenagers drive separately but come to church, usually a little later, but you know they get up and they come to church. And, and I think that that is just a beautiful thing to see young people coming to church and choosing to come to church. Another way that we can help build our pastor's positive mental health is through what's called genuine care. Excuse me for a moment. Genuine care is, is I think, really hinged upon, do you listen to the pastor? And I'm not talking about from when he's in the pulpit or giving the sermon or in Bible study. I mean, in conversation, do you listen to the pastor? Do you overhear the pastor and go, man, this is something that, that he likes, he enjoys, or maybe I just heard a need. Let me see if I can provide for that. Um, again, I've shared this story before. It's worth sharing again, but years ago during COVID, uh, I had one pastor tell me that he was just in fellowship afterwards. They were talking about the challenges of COVID and how, um, yeah, he goes, I'm older, I need to get some vitamin C, but I, the two stores I've been to, I can't find any vitamin C, and and so I'm going to figure out how to, how to get some. Well, two days later, he walks into his office, and there's two large bottles of vitamin C on his desk. No note, nothing, there it is. So people were listening, and they provided. So that's a, a good way to help your pastor's positive health is have legitimate, genuine care for them. Another thing is is easy, I think, is specific thank yous. So one pastor was talking about how in Bible study, he had somebody come up to him afterwards. He goes, I can't believe how much you know. Um, and how do you remember all this stuff? But I want to thank you because when you say said this certain scripture, it, it tied it all together for me. And, and I really appreciate that. So being specific in your thank you. Um, you know, if it's a sermon or if it's, uh, thank you, Pastor, for, for being here. I received a card from, from an elderly lady uh, at Pastor's Appreciation Month. And she put in there, thank you for being uh, my pastor. And then she put, and she wrote in, and my friend. And so I think, you know, that just really, you know, wow. Yeah. And, you know, what does that, what does that mean to the pastors? Like, oh man, I'm, I'm being more than just uh, a pastor. They, they know that I really care about them. And so that's really important, that specific thank you. Another thing is to really be a, encouraging them, be attentive to their moods. They go through time, I mean, pastors are people too. And they go through seasons that are maybe a little bit difficult, a little bit challenging. Um, I mean, there's a little stress and a little bit of conflict at times in the ministry. And, and sometimes the stress can be good stress. We have a building project. We have an event that we're working on. Um, the church is growing. We have to make decisions. Those are great stress, but it's stress. So how can I help? What can I do? And ask the pastor, say, look, I understand that it's stressful times. And by the way, just admitting that or empathizing with that and, and seeing that 
is huge for the pastor. For you to go, hey, this is a stressful time because I know we're coming up on this event, or I know that 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 there was a death, right, that you're you're going through, or more on your plate than normal. And and I just want you to know, I notice, I see you. And how can I help? And then also, if and so be attentive to the pastor for that. Um, and again. It's one of those things where, and as pastors, let me just uh, poke you for a minute here and say, listen, um, it's okay to ask for help. When there are stressful times, it's okay to admit that you feel a little bit stressed and ask for help. Um, and by the way, uh, this has been brought to you by, um, shout out to Cadence and Zach. So you are now sponsors. Yeah, no money involved, but you're sponsors. You listen, you support. Thank you very much. Have a great day, Cadence and Zach. Anyway, um, also, if there's conflict in the church, one of the things that really helps pastors is if someone's willing to be a peacemaker. Oh, wait, didn't Jesus say, blessed are the peacemakers? Hmm. And didn't Paul say, as much as it is possible, live at peace with all men? Hmm. Didn't Paul also say, why don't we strive to maintain peace among the church? Hmm. Yeah, peace is important. And you need to realize in the church, there is often conflict because the enemy doesn't want peace because that's a great sign to um, the the world that Jesus is real. And so I just want to encourage you, uh, just be looking. Is there conflict in the church? How can I help? And ask the pastor too. If, like, hey, is there anything going on? I don't need to know specifics. I don't need to necessarily get involved. But can I help? How can I help? And a lot of times it's just, let me pray for you. I'm going to be praying for you. That's important. Also, you know, pastors don't just flippantly make decisions. I know sometimes it seems that way. Uh, sometimes, but usually, and hopefully, we're trying to be thoughtful. We're thinking. And so I think um, giving them a certain level of autonomy, and, and sometimes when people question pastors, um, you have to really go, why are you questioning? Why are you questioning that I moved the bulletins to this side of the table to the other? Why are you questioning that I changed the order of service just a little bit? Why are you questioning that that um, y- you know we we put out a different carpet during the winter for for people to wipe their feet on? I mean, these are little things. It's like, okay, I just get tired of that, right? I don't get a lot of it. I have a great congregation. But I think it's important that I know that I get supported in my decisions. Now, obviously, if there's big decisions, I would hope that we would have a conversation um, with with one another and, and that the pastor would, would really have those conversations with his leadership and those people that it affects. And, 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 but again, support the pastor's decision. Um, if he's genuinely asking during COVID, that's another example. You know, there were so many, um, so many things going on at the beginning, so many scenarios, so many struggles that one of the things that, that when my elder board and I would meet, we would talk about all these things and they would kind of look to me to say, well, what do you think? I said, well, what if you think we did it this way? And then they might add something in, but they were really looking for a decision to be made. And then they supported that decision. But again, it was a team effort. Also, uh, I want to encourage you this month especially, pastor's appreciation. I mean, pastors like gifts. Don't get me wrong. They really do. Um, We're easily pleased. $5 gift card to Starbucks makes me pretty happy, right? I'm not saying that I need that, but, you know, simple things like that. Um, But also, why don't, have you ever thought about, hey, can I invite the pastor and his wife out to dinner? Can I invite them to... uh, just hang out. 
have a cocktail maybe, or just uh, have uh, whatever it is, appetizers. Um, and so I just want to encourage you to say, how can I invite my pastor somewhere? What can I do? Hey, can we take you to lunch after church this one Sunday? Now, if you're like me, I have a lot of meetings after church often, but there are a couple Sundays um, that I might be able to actually do something um, with you. So, But let's plan that. And, and just the invitation is really a wonderful thing. Also, lastly, I want you to, I want to encourage you to share uh, stories with your pastor. Share your life stories. Let them know things about you. It's really encouraging. And it's not It's not like, oh, I have to share, bear my all my burdens. Yeah, that's fine. But my whole point is, is that we want to um, really speak into your life and pastors want to be your friend. Now, again, it's, it's weird. Friendship can get weird with pastors and pastors have to set up certain boundaries. I get that. Um, and so do congregation members. Sometimes it's weird to be, you want your pastor to be your pastor. Just, you know, like my, I want my doctor to be my doctor, though I can go hang out with my doctor. Um, there are times I'm like, no, I need, I need my physician for this. I, I, I don't need my friend. I need my physician for this, right? And so we need to make sure we have those lines uh, clearly defined. But the reality is, is pastors like to hang out with people. They like to know the story. Most pastors. I have met a pastor once from the pulpit. He said, yeah, God called me to be a pastor, and I don't like people. You know, uh, fortunately, he was a really good Bible teacher, so I went for that. But you're like, hmm, you know, I'd kind of like to know my pastor. Anyway, I just want to encourage you on Pastor's Appreciation Month, um, do some little things. Write a note. Uh, be specific in your thank you. Listen, be attentive, be proactive in how you help them. Um, and so again, uh, it's one of these things that we together will help the church to flourish. So uh, again, if you find this beneficial, please like it, please share it. Uh, please let other people know and subscribe too as we grow. And if there's some topics you would like to cover, I, again, my contact information will be in the comments, but it's DRTR, excuse me, <coughs> Dr. Triplet PMH. So Dr. Triplet PMH at gmail.com. Um, you can message me on Facebook as well. So together, let's help the church flourish. Happy Pastors Appreciation Month. <music>